Guys, welcome to episode number 25 of the Sports Plus Live podcast. My name is Edgar, Mr. AKA. Episode number 25, which means this is, I'm going to say it. Don't make me say it. The Barry Bonds episode of the Sports Plus Live podcast. Um, Barry Bonds, big head, cranked the homers, had the swing, the big stick. I'll never forget that as a kid. I don't give a shit what he did. I don't give a shit about PEDs. I don't give a shit about any of that. I mean, we were talking about him doing PEDs. What a whole team is cheating. Pete Rose gambled, wanted a couple of dollar bills. Just, just laced his pockets a little bit more with some money. And a whole team, a whole organization, not even a team, whole, whole organization cheated to win a championship. Let that shit sink in. But yet, no one's going to face a penalty. We're not here to talk about that. We're not here to talk about 2017 Houston Astros or baby Altuve, which he disrespected me, by the way. I'm not good. I can't go there anymore. I can't go there. 2020, cleaning the life up, cleaning the hate up. Um, we are here to talk about what transpired this past weekend, which is John Jones versus Dominic Reyes, UFC 247. Um and it was an amazing card top to bottom. I watched them all. I watched all the fights except for the, um, I watched some of it, but I didn't watch all of it. The and, uh, Andrea Lee and Brittany Murphy, I think is what it is, or something Murphy. Laura Murphy? Larry Murphy. Laura. I was looking it up. Something Murphy. But it was an amazing card top to bottom. And a very excited, very everyone's going to be still going to be talking about this down the road. Um, you know, when, um, when it's all said and done, but let's get into it. Let's dive into it. <clears throat> let's talk about the main event, which everyone's talking about. We're going to talk about other shit. We're going to talk about, <clears throat> um, XFL return this, uh, returned, uh, for a second stint this weekend. Uh, we're going to talk about the, um, the Trail Blazers game against Utah. Not the whole game, but obviously one particular uh, instance. Also, we're going to talk a little bit on the Oscars. And then um, uh, Phillip Rivers finally leaving the Chargers after 17 years. So we have a little bit to say. Where, where will he go? I don't, who, who knows? But Phillip Rivers wants money because obviously, I mean, the guy has like 10 kids or something like that. So, um, UFC 247, John Jones versus Dominic Reyes. It was a great fight. It was such a good fight, and I was thoroughly enjoyed. I was, like, a little, like, oh, shit, this could be the way everyone was talking, the way the way Dominic Reyes was just so calm, so cool. Um, I was like, yeah, John Jones might take a loss. He might take this L, finally. And it came pretty... Pretty close. Um, but the decision went in John Jones' favor. It was just an amazing fight. Dominic Reyes came out first round banging. He wasn't here with the shits. He wasn't here for the games. He was here to bang. Came out there. Um, definitely outstruck John Jones. Um, was hitting John Jones with everything. Anytime John Jones would lift his foot, he'd throw a kick to try to stop anything that coming that's coming out of John Jones is lifting his kick, lifting his leg. When he lifts his leg, something's coming, whether it be a kick to your knee, kick to your face, something's coming. 
And then Dominic Reyes did a good job of just throwing kicks to neutralize that and then following up with punches, body punches up to the head. Um, he surprised me. Um, I did not see this coming, but the guy's an athlete. I mean, the guy's a super athlete. And um, once he started getting in there, I was like, okay, this makes, you know, I, just, I'm, I see what's going on. He's making more sense. And he, and he, all, he talked all this shit and he backed it up. Unlike a lot of other people who've been in there with John Jones. Um, he, he fought a great fight. He was coached very well. He listened to his, he listened to his, um, to his, um, corner very well. Coaches did amazing. I don't know who they are. I've never heard of them, but everyone in that, that was an amazing, that was an amazing effort, but it still wasn't enough. Um, I had it scored for John Jones. And that's at first just looking at it. I had it scored for John Jones. Dominic Reyes took the first round and the third round. John Jones took the second, fourth, and fifth, in my opinion. Fourth and fifth, very decisive. You knew who took that. Those are championship rounds. The champ took that. First, second, and third, like I said, I gave a second one to John Jones, but it was like by that much. Even John Anik, who... Who commentates with Joe Joe Rogan and Dominic Cruz said he on Sunday tweeted that he watched the fight back and he gave the second round to John Jones. I don't know how to brag, but I gave it to him right away. I better eyes. Well, you guys know about my eyes. Don't worry about it. Um, John Jones looked in trouble for a lot of the fight, especially the first sec first third three rounds. There, he, he was put in some spots, um, kind of running around a little bit. Dominic Graves was chasing him. Dominic Graves was hitting him more likely. There was a point, I think, in the first round, Dominic Graves, uh, I think John Jones threw a kick, and Reyes just socked him right in the stomach, just a straight right dropped him. Looked more, looked worse than what it really was. It just, it just caught him off balance. But he fought well. I was so impressed. My hat's... My hat is off to Dominic Reyes, his camp. They did an amazing job. Um, the most trouble I've ever seen John Jones in ever. I mean, and he's fought an Olympic gold wrestler twice. Olympic gold medal wrestler twice. Um, fought black belt jiu-jitsu. Um, that, other than, like, overall he was in trouble in those first few rounds. That Vitor Belfort... Fight was pretty tough. He had him full length, straight arm bar, and he got out of that. But other than that, I mean, you haven't really seen John Jones touched up like this. Um, I was very, I was just impressed. I was, I was like, damn, this dude can do it. Especially after that first round, I was, I didn't think John Jones had anything in it. But came the fourth, the fifth round, like I said, the second round, third round definitely went to Reyes in my opinion. Fourth and fifth round were very decisive. John Jones didn't look tired. Dominic Graves was tired. John Jones kept coming. And then, like I said last time, he's going to mix it up. He started mixing in some takedowns. Um, some kicks. Some different kicks. Some different strikes. All of a sudden, you're being taken down. John Jones, like I said, is the GOAT. And this this fight kind of proved it. He got tested very, very well. And he, and he 
came out clean at the end. I mean, you're in a fight. No one comes out clean, especially if you're going 25 minutes. And the guy's 6'5", 206 pounds, whatever, 205 pounds, just hitting you every which way. So, if anything you guys take away from this, um, what I would suggest, I mean, you got to give props to John Jones. You have to give props to what John Jones did. Um, you have to give props to his chin, his corner, his people around him. I mean, I said this before, the, his, his family is full of athletes. So he was in great shape. He was in amazing shape. But so was, so was Dominic Reyes. So that's what made it more interesting. Um, even though Dominic Reyes did fade a whole lot more, he was still fighting. But I think what the big issue was, we have to look at the scoring. Now, two judges gave it 48-47 for John Jones. I'm okay with that because I saw it the same way. One judge gave it 49-46, to which means they gave four rounds to John Jones and one to Dominic Grace. Now, That's not good. I don't know how else to say it, but that is not good. That same referee, I believe, as was kind of just like, I don't know what was going on all night, but um, he's been, he was giving out some weird scores all night. There was that one decision fight that was uh, Andrew Lee, which I didn't see, and then Murphy. I know a lot of people thought Andrew Lee got it, but it gave. I ended up going going to um to Murphy, which is a hometown girl. Um, I didn't see that fight, so I can't really talk talk on that. But I did watch one fight earlier, which was um Martinez versus Yule. Martinez trains right out here in Colorado. Um, I think he's from like Texas or something like that. But he fought Andre Yule. And in the first round, Martinez threw a kick. Yule kind of just had it up. And it broke his, must have broken his wrist or something. <clears throat> because I saw it right away. Dropped it, and it was just dangling there. He wasn't using it. He, he started using it in the next round. That was the first round. <clears throat> but then the second round, he started using it. He did use it a little bit in the first, but. He was hurt, but for the most part, it just stayed down here. And he was countering, wasn't throwing a whole lot. Martinez was all over, hitting him. They were both kind of, it was a really, really good fight. I don't know if that was, if the, if John Jones and Dominic Graves didn't happen, that would have been fight in the night. Um, <clears throat> But it was an amazing fight nonetheless. But it went to decision. There was no way that Yule, who didn't use his right hand, barely threw a lot of, and, you know, was still fighting. Give him props. He was still fighting. There's no way he won that fight. But there were still two judges who gave it to you. I don't know how. I don't see it how. I don't. That was not the right call. They gave it to him. <clears throat> so that kind of like lets you know where the judges were from the get go. I knew that that was not going to be good throughout the night. Um. 
but just kind of just kind of kind of preface that is because you want to go into the scoring system. How MMA scoring system has been put around since probably the almost the 90s, I think. Maybe early 2000s. But the reason why it was implemented because UFC or M- UFC at the time, MMA in general, was looked at as by the late John McCain, I believe, as cockfighting, human cockfighting. <clears throat> the reason for UFC ever starting in the first place is to see which martial arts was the best. And out of nowhere came jujitsu, and jujitsu kind of began that. Now, which was kind of implemented, like kind of started, like, well, this guy's doing jujitsu, I got to do jujitsu too. I got to incorporate it with my karate. Well, this guy's doing kickbox. I'm gonna do kickboxing, and that's pretty much how. <clears throat> not saying mixed martial arts has been around for a while, but that's how a lot. Of, that's how it started getting popular. People started picking up these different, um, these different styles of fighting. These different. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying. To, there's a word I'm trying to think of, but I can't remember what it is. Um, <clears throat> they just wanted to. Just kind of evolved their game. That's how it started. But what was happening a lot is that there was a lot of... If you watch UFC 1, UFC 2, there's a lot of nasty elbows. You could strike to the groin. Um, you just couldn't fish hook and pull hair, I think is what it was. And the government said, if we're going to sanction this type of shit, you need to have rules. And <clears throat> so they implemented all these rules. One rule that's so outdated, and let me tell you why. You can't go 12 to 9, or 12 to, how did I know I was going to make that mistake? 12 to 9. You could go 12 to 9, fucking go like this. But if you go 12 to 6, well, that's a, that's an illegal elbow. Even though if I go 12 to 6, I don't think I'm going to do like this part of the elbow, the bottom part. <clears throat> or if I go... I'll do more coming all the way down from here. What is that? Like 10 to 7? I don't know what it is. 10 to 3? <clears throat> I just hit my elbow. That hurt. Um, 10 to... Or 12 to 6. The reason why they implemented that is because they used to have those strongman competitions or those ice-breaking competitions. You know those guys who would praise Lord, come by and break stuff like anything's good, anything's uh, possible through Christ? Those guys used to break these big block of ice. And they saw that and was like, you can't do that elbow. That elbow. El- elbow. You can't do that elbow because you're going to do amazing damage to your opponent. They're like, okay, you can't do that. They put that in. That's one of the old rules. This is old. That's also, if you guys don't know, John Jones has one loss on his fight. That's the reason why he has a loss in his fight. He beat Matt Hamill. But he got disqualified for going 12 to 6. Look at that. Just fucking dropping elbows like before Ludacris. No, I was after Ludacris. Dropping them bows. And so we have pretty much outdated rules, but we also have outdated scoring system. I want to say a scoring system that was implemented for boxing, not for MMA. Because the difference is, in MMA, there's so many different ways to lose. I could beat you with my hands. Well, I can't. But I can. you could lose with your hands. 
You could lose with these hands. You could lose by a knee to the face, a kick to the face, being choked out, an arm bar, um, a body shot, a kick, liver kick. There's so many different ways to lose that it makes it difficult for this point system to be implemented properly, I believe. There has to be something different. Even with the judges as well. Because the point system is outdated. The rules are outdated. You also have these judges who still don't know shit about MMA. Who barely even know anything about boxing. The same people who, the same people who judge boxing. And you see how boxing is in shambles. I've seen the same lady who, who's, who, in my opinion, screwed over Triple G against uh, Canelo. Not even watching him. She's commissioned. So she's commissioned through Las Vegas, I believe is what it is. Um, which is the state commissions, athletic commissions, I think, are governed by the government. I think. Not 100% sure. Each state has their own commission. Colorado has their own commission. Nevada, California. Everyone has their own commission. So they appoint these particular judges for these fights. The issue with that is these are all boxing judges. So they don't know anything about wrestling. I think they'll... Yeah, I don't even know. I don't even know if like... I think Tony Weeks is done. Fuck Tony Weeks. Don't get me started on Tony Weeks. Uh, Tony Weeks... Um, has done kickboxing, I believe. So, but I don't know. Outside of like, he's a referee too. So judges, there's not a whole lot of strictly MMA judges, which is I think is very needed, especially in this time of you know, this time is age. This every mixed martial artist is an athlete. We should probably change it to mixed martial athlete because everyone's an athlete. Everyone, there's no one that just does. I mean, there's barely any, barely any more uh, anyone uh, that just does, oh, just kickboxing. Like Overeem is, Overeem, Damian Maya, Overeem kickboxing, Damian Maya jiu-jitsu. Like it's rare you see someone that's just good at one thing anymore. Everyone's good at everything. Like John Jones. Um, Valentina Shevchenko, which we'll get to in a second. Um, George St. Pierre, Mighty Mouse. I mean, you can see that everyone's still very good at everything. So there's a lot to be done as far as judging, MMA judging, MMA scoring, MMA rules. Because all these aren't MMA things. They're boxing everything. In my opinion, we need, and we've started seeing this, Chris Lieben, who's a former UFC middleweight, by the way, if you don't know gangsters, we'll talk about more gangsters. Gangsters like Chris Lieben. Chris Lieben took two fights back-to-back a week apart. Nobody will do that nowadays. They want to protect their business. They want to protect their brand. They want to protect their face. Chris Lieben didn't give a shit. He took two fights. I want to say, I don't, I got to check this out. I got to quote, I got to um, look this up. Sexy Yama was the one of the opponent. I think Chris Lytle was the other. I don't remember. Or is it Martin? I might have to look it up. But anyways. 
Um, totally forgot what I was saying. He, you, you are start seeing more of these. What we need to see, not what we're not starting to see. You start seeing Chris Lieberman, but you need to see more judges that are ex MMA fighters or trainers or that know what to look for. But even then, nothing is always very. Nothing's perfect. Because like I said, you can get an older MMA fighter. But you can get an older MMA fighter that just did wrestling. And it's going to favor a wrestler. Or you can do someone that did just grappling. It's going to favor the grappler. Or a striker is going to favor the striker. So I don't think anything's perfect. But that's the steps. That's the steps in the right direction. Those are good steps in the right direction. Is um is having MMA fighters become judges. You also see it in um in in roughing as well. Because now you you have Herb Dean, um, the black gentleman with the long dreads, uh, if you guys see him before, he was a former fighter as well. You also have someone like Frank Trigg. Frank Trigg, I've talked about him on there before, and I think I've talked about this in general. Frank Trigg, um, former wrestler, former UFC fighter, is um, is is a is a referee as well. So he's commissioned. I think I don't know where he's exactly. I don't know how it commit. How you, if you come commissioned, you can only be commissioned in that state. So maybe California or something like that. Um. So. Hold on, hold on, everyone chill. It was. All right, I lied to you guys. I apologize. Um, either way, I'm going to keep looking. <laughs> everyone relax. Everyone going to keep looking. But, um, yeah, I mean, you, there's something has to be done. I just, I mean, well, it be X, but here's the thing about having X. I don't know. X fighters. Like, for example, Chris Lieben. Chris Lieben has. Um, God, he. Um, he's taking some shots. <laughs> so he has a. Um, you know, he's, he's gotten beat up quite a bit. I don't know. I mean, you just don't got to be weird about that. Got to be, a, there has to be something to be done. There has to be something that where judges are trained specifically for MMA. Something has to be done. I mean, this is kind of just getting ridiculous because you can't ever, the sport is outgrowing the rules, outgrowing everything else. It's just, it's outgrowing MMA. It's outgrowing these commissions. Um, it's outgrowing a lot of stuff. And so you just have there's I think this is the right time to make these changes. I mean, this is nothing new. Especially in a championship fight, it was just nothing new because it just been a long time coming. This has been a long time coming. I think I don't know. It's been probably yeah, it's been a long time. So something has to be changed. I hope it gets changed. Um, but I don't know. I mean this. Anytime you involve the government, which is, it's just, it's a cluster. And, um, 
especially these stupid commissions. Nevada commission, probably the most bought commission ever. Um, New York, don't don't get me started on the New York State Commission. New York Athletic Commission. I don't know what they are, but they're just trash. Um, yeah, it's just like, I don't know. I don't know. No one knows anything anymore. No one knows anything anymore, but I, what I do know is that Valentina Shevchenko is my crush. Women crush... What did I just do? Women crush every day because she... Um, I'm so stupid. She uh, dominated her fight. She straight up dominated her fight. Did work against um, Caitlin Shukagain. 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 Sorry. Shook gang sounds better like it's shook. You're shook gang. You and your gang are shook. Shook gang. Um, third round, I think third round KO. Third round stoppage. Because she got him like, I hate that move, but she got her in the crucifix. I'm not, I can't explain it to you. Got it to, got her in the crucifix and just pounded her away. Just elbows, cut her up. Even in that first round, she she got Mount and and threw. I don't know she was in full guard. She was in Shook Gang's full guard, which means she was in between Shook Gang's legs. Don't get your head out of the gutter. And uh, Shook Gang had her legs wrapped around her, and sh- and Shevchenko just threw an elbow crack, and just, uh, just split her open right away, like right above the eyebrow. Shevchenko was smooth with everything she did, striking anytime she she, she shook. Uh, Shakagan came in, tried to do something. Valentina had a couple combos for her waiting. Had a leg kick waiting. Had a head kick waiting. Wanted to take her down, took her down. Um, and then obviously got the finish with the crucifix, crucifix uh, move in the third round. It was just beautiful. And it was so dominating too. Um, she did whatever she wanted to Shakagan. And... I don't know what's next for her. I'm, I'm dumbfounded. You could probably fight. The only thing I could think of is a fight with Amanda Nunez, like a super fight, international fight week, July. That's the only thing I could think of. Um, who knows? I mean, that 125 pound is still pretty good for her. I don't know. I'm not 100% sure, but maybe she's someone from 200, 115. What is it? 205. Did I say 205? 125, I didn't say that, 125, 125, 115, um, which I don't know who fights in that, to be honest with you, I think it's like Michelle Watterson, 125, Adam Waite, I can't think of it, is it Willie Zhang, yeah, I think that's her, yeah, that Chinese girl, I wouldn't mind seeing that, she has a fight coming up, um, I believe, I can't remember. But yeah, I don't know what's next for Valentina Shevchenko. She's amazing. She's beautiful. She, she's just amazing. I do. I don't. I don't know what to say. I've never seen anybody like her. She's so cool, so smooth, and um, just so polite. It's pretty cool to see. And she just did amazing. <clears throat> I don't know what else to say. She was great. I loved it. I love watching that fight. I love the whole card. Um, by the way, I kind of want to brag a little bit because Uncle Edgar picked the fights. If you saw it on your Instagram, um, I usually go by the main card because that's the lower cards. They, there's, there's, the UFC has grown so much. 
There's so many lower card changes too, um, which I'll get to one change in general. But the top, I go by the main card, which is five fights. Uncle Edgar picked four out of the five fights. Just, just let you guys know. Four out of the five fights. The Bechtick one is the one I got wrong. Danny Igi or E.G. I can't say his name. I uh, got the decision over Bechtick. I thought it could have been Bechtick's way, but I, I was playing. I was actually being Uncle Edgar. My niece was over. And she wants to play all the time. So I was trying to please her at the same time, but she, uh, she didn't take no for an answer. But still got four out of the five fights. Pretty good. Um, although it would hurt me if I had parlayed all five of them and I got that one wrong. See, that's why, um, just an FYI, never leave it to the hands of the judges. Dana White always said this. He used to, they used to blog, vlog him, follow him around for a vlog on fight weeks. And he always said this. This was one thing he always said. Never leave it in the hands of the judges. You saw what happened this weekend. That's why you never leave it in the hand of the judges because he's known for a long time how shit these commissions are, how shit these judges are. You never know what's going to happen. Um, <clears throat> there you have it. Um, Derek Lewis from Houston. Uh, he's from Houston, H-Town. That's what they do, right? H-Town beat Ir Latifi. That was kind of one of those close ones too. I thought Derek Lewis pulled it off barely because of... He was more effective... In general, I mean, Latifi took him down whenever he wanted to, but there was nothing to it other than, you know, just to take him down. So, but yeah, Latifi looks stacked, like not stacked, but like just like a a boulder at heavyweight. It's unbelievable. I can't believe how big that fucking guy is. As a boulder at heavyweight, I'm excited to see how he does. I mean, he didn't do too bad. I thought that one definitely could have gone either way. Um, I honestly think he probably did win that fight, but you know, when you take him down, you see Derek Lewis track record. He's not really good on the ground, but he didn't do anything. So that's on him. It's not me, puppy. That's on you. So, but there is one gentleman in particular. I want to talk about on this card and he is going down as a lifer sports plus life. Lifer means you're good. He's going down as a lifer. And that is James Krause. Now, James Krause filled in on 24 hours notice to fight Trevin Giles. Now, James Krause, I think, fights originally at 155 pounds. So he fights guys 30 pounds lighter. He fights at a 30 pounds lighter um, weight class. So it tells you, but I mean, the type, so just to let you know, James Krause is like, what, 6'2", maybe, I think. But James Krause um, filled in 24-hour notice, which is unheard of. There's not too many people who will do something like that. Anderson Silva did it against uh, Daniel Cormier. Um, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I mean, we talked about Chris Lieben doing something crazy like that, too. I can't think of too many people that would do that uh on 24 hours notice. And he, he took it to distance. Um, did very well on the ground, but Trevin Giles was, <laughs> Trevin Giles was trying to kill him. Um, trying to take his head off. Trevin Giles didn't get him the win by decision, but he was throwing haymakers and Kraus stood in there. Um, just ultimate professional. 
says, I want this guy to get a check. Because you guys don't understand these guys, like I said, someone like Charvin Giles doesn't have a whole lot of sponsorship. He gets paid by fighting, just like I mentioned not that a few episodes back, a couple episodes back. And James Krause has been there. He's seen it. He's like, nah, let's all fight. He was there to corner somebody else. Um, I don't remember who it was. Um, but he stepped in, and that's gangster shit. And that's, he's a top guy. My hat's off to you as well. Um, and you are certified lifer. James Krause is a lifer. I'm going to, I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to make something for him. I'm going to send it to him. He doesn't know this, but he's going to be a lifer. Um, that's cool shit. I mean, I thought, I thought that's really cool. And, um, I like seeing shit like that. Motherfuckers take a chance. There's not a lot of guys who'd be like, Oh no. Like I said earlier, I'll protect my brand. Oh, I don't want to do this. Uh, no shout out to Trevor Giles too. He didn't have to take the fight, but he did. Cause you know, you know, undercard guys like that need money. A lot of them don't get paid off of sponsorship and props to both of them, man props. But James Krause is a lifer. That is beautiful. Um, so cool. But there was also, um, I picked a lot of the fights, right? And I wasn't too far off. It wasn't for the judging. I've been pretty, I probably missed like two fights, but one fight I did miss for sure was. Um, it was Miles Jones, Miles Johns. No, it wasn't that one. That was the one. Hold on a second. No, no, not that one. It was, was it in the other one? That was, oh, there it is. Early prelims. It was in the early prelims where it was, um, Domingo Pilarte against Journey Newsom and Journey Newsom hit Pilarte with a straight right. You saw it on, on, uh, if you guys watch sports center top 10 the next day, he was on there. Just a straight right. I mean, just couldn't be any perfect. Dropped him, finished. Um, pretty vicious KO for old, uh, for old Journey. That's a pretty cool name. I wouldn't name my kid that, but it's a pretty cool name. But overall, UFC 247 was amazing. A lot of controversy, of course. <clears throat> I didn't, I thought the, um, I think every, so I'm going back to the John Jones, Dominic Reyes fight. If I look at the scorecard, um, I might have to post it on Sports Post Life, um, Instagram, Sports Post Life, Twitter, M R A K A C O, Instagram and Twitter, YouTube.com slash Sports Post Life. And um, I have to post it on there, but I look at the scorecards. I think all all the judges gave the second round to John Jones as well. So we weren't too far off there, but there was, there was a disconnect elsewhere. <clears throat> I don't know. I, I thought John Jones won it. If there is going to be a rematch, John Jones would definitely win the rematch because John Jones just does better again in rematches. He knocked out, he knocked out Gustafson. He knocked out Cormier after, you know, beating him by decision the first time, knocked them both out. So two of those, two of his toughest fights come back and just knocks him out. I don't see why this one would be different to be honest with you. Um, you give him the rematch. You could give Dominic Reyes a rematch, but Let's be careful, guys. Let's be careful, all right? Let's all be careful. But yeah, I'm I'm excited. It's also fight week again because we're staying within as far as the main main event this week coming up, which we'll definitely talk about later on during the week. Uh, we are talking about um, the light heavyweight division still, uh, Corey Truck Anderson and then um, Jan Blakowicz. I can't say his last name. We're gonna figure it out by the end of the week. Um, so that'll be next. That'll be Saturday the fifteenth. So check it out. I think that's on TV, I believe. ESPN, maybe? ESPN Plus? I'll have to check it out. 
Um, but enough of that. What also showed up this weekend was the XFL. XFL came back and uh, it was exciting. It was really good. I had, I don't know if it's because my expectations were low because it was, it was live once and then it was trashed. I think it was the same thing. Three seasons. Um, rules are different. I like the rules. I love the commentating. I love the interviews after scoring plays. I love the interviews after anything because um, I think it was the dragons. Let me pull this up. Yeah, I think it was Seattle Dragons and the Defenders. That was the first game, um, which the Defenders won 31-19. Cardell Jones, Torch, I mean, he did very well. Um, he was 16-26 with two touchdowns, no picks. Not bad at all. Um, but, yeah, they, um, they're interviewing a lineman coming off. Like, hey, what happened? It was a scuffle that just happened. Hey, what are your thoughts? Like, We're over here trying to do our fucking jobs and all. And, like, on Fox, I was like, oh, crap. That's what you're going to get, man. You get these. I, I like it because you get these guys fired up. This is real. This is all. This is raw. This is there. You want to get their emotions coming off. You want to get them at a high. I was. I loved it. I loved it. I loved everything. I love Pat McAfee out there. Troy Aikman gave a stamp of approval. Um, I think I thought it was really cool. I thought it was really cool. But you also had the. Um, Houston Roughnecks just smoke out Los Los Angeles Wildcats. Um, the Roughnecks are contenders right off the bat. It's my homie Knuckles says they're contenders right off the bat. Um, who's my boy? Let me see here. Who is my boy? Oh yeah, Jordan Smallwood. Jordan Smallwood had a touchdown. Oklahoma. Um, but the Roughnecks are pretty vicious. You also had the Dallas Renegades versus the, um, what is this? Wait, hold on. What did I tell you guys earlier? The fuck is this? Um, sorry. I pressed something wrong here. Scores. Shut up. Go away. Um, anyways, I don't, hold on. Everyone chill. Everyone chill. Everyone chill out. Here we go. Holy shit, what happened here? Um, that was Roughnecks against Wildcats, and I think it was the Defenders, the Renegades, St. Louis Bottlehawks. Um, I believe is what it is. Let me go back here. Yes. Um, Dallas Renegades, my team. That was my team, and they did, couldn't score one touchdown. That's what happened. Um, you're still new. I'm still rooting. Still Boomer Sooner because that's what half the team is. No Landry Jones, I believe he got hurt. Um, did Landry Jones. So I think, I think he couldn't make it. But hard hitting, man. A lot of, and also you had the, uh, hold on, I don't want to leave anyone out. You had the, yeah, the Vipers against the Guardians. New York Guardians won, Vipers. It's also been said that this, it was a pretty successful first week because all of the tickets well, I wouldn't say they sold out, but they sold more tickets this opening weekends in the AFA or the AFF um, did all season. That was the other one they had going on at the same time on Saturday. like Saturdays or something like that in the summer. I can't remember what it was, but um, but yeah. It was pretty fun. I think Vince McMahon is on to something. The rules were cool because with the rules 
on kickoff to protect the anybody in general. They have um they have the kicker all the way in the 30, 35 or something like that. Hey, I'm a let me see what is this? Can I press on this? What is this? Um, there's a guy who has my name on here. E. Rodriguez plays for Seattle Dragons. I'm about to get that jersey and be like, oh, look at me. I'm a professional football player. Don't worry about where. Um, anyways, yeah, but they have the kickoff. Um, kicker at 35 and then the lineman all the way on the other side, like on the 40 or something, 45. And then against five yards apart, the other, the kick, the kick, the receiving team and then the receiver um, in the back, the kick returner on the back. And nobody can move until that ball is fielded. So you're going to get that full head-on wrecking um, crash right there. So it's pretty cool. I mean, that was pretty cool. What's the other rule? Somebody going for one, two, and three. I can't remember what it was. You go for one, two, or three points after um, a touchdown. And, yeah, I was amazed. I mean, I watched most of the games. Um, I'm excited to see what happens moving forward. Hopefully it gets more exciting. Hopefully more cuss words get dropped on national TV. Um, too, I wish they had the whole nickname on the jersey. Who knows? Maybe they'll have it like one night like they do the, in baseball. In baseball, um, what the hell was that? In baseball, yeah, they'll have like their jerseys. I have the Nolan Arenado one. Um, but it's just a Nato, NATO on the back, N-A-D-O. And... I wish they had that. Like, they could have, like, I don't know. What the fuck would it be, like, Landry Jones? Laundry Man? That's stupid. I can't believe it just came out of my mouth. We're moving on. But, uh, yeah, it was very exciting. I, I, I thought it was cool. It was cool to watch football. It was cool to watch um, because it was still you still got a lot of good football players. The kid from San Diego State who broke the record for the rushing, I think it was Ron Dane's rushing title. I can't remember what it was. Um, you still have... Obviously, you have Landry Jones that backed up Ben Roethlisberger for the longest time. Hasn't played. Um, oh, shit. There was just a lot. There's this dude. What is his name? I can't remember his name. Quarterback for Houston, maybe? Let me find that here. Um, the dude was fast. McClendron? No. Walker. Yeah, it was Walker. I think that was him. Hold on, let me keep looking. But he was fat, dude. I gotta watch this. But he was fast. He also had the, um, I can't remember. I can't remember everyone. It was went by pretty fast. Um, but it was great. You guys should watch it. If you guys have you know time next weekend, um, Valentine's Day weekend. If you're with your old ladies, be like, hey, let's watch this XFL. It's gonna be romantic. Watching these fools beat each other up. Go on, look, 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 look. There comes Pat McAfee. Gonna interview this dude. Um, check it out. I would. I mean, if I were you, I definitely would check it out. It was fun. I'm going to watch it again. Um, but yeah, that happened this weekend. Pretty fun. Amazing weekend of sports. That's what I like sports. Now we have a lot more sports. I thought football was done. We're still going to talk about football, but the XFL, not the NFL. Um, also this weekend on Friday night, I believe, hold on. So, the Utah Jazz played the 
Portland Trailblazers. Let me just pull this up for you guys, players, real quick. Let me pull it up for myself because Utah Jazz ended up winning 117 to 114. Now, Dame Lillard was playing pretty good. Playing pretty de- pretty good. He's been playing good for like good last five, six, seven games or something like that. Except for against the Nuggets. Just want to throw that out there. Dame Lillard had 42 points. So he's a ball hog. Seven, six assists, six rebounds, okay? No triple-double. Joker did. By the way, Joker, um, Joker not, not nominated, but um, announced as the Western Conference Player of the Week. 3-0 this week. Joker played out of his mind. Best player in the league. Don't at me. But you can at me on Sports Plus Life, Instagram and Twitter, M-R-A-K-A-C-O, Instagram and Twitter. And then that's about it. You can follow me on YouTube.com slash Sports Plus Life. Um, so there was a play where Dame Lillard went up for a layup, went off the glass. Rita Gobert touched it as it came off the glass. Um, so that should have been called a goaltending. But the refs didn't call it. I thought that they could have um they could have looked at it, replayed it. Because I thought within the last two minutes they can. I don't know what that whole thing is. I mean, replays a cluster anyways. Um so I thought they were going to, but I think everyone was in um was in I don't know what to tell what am I saying? In conclusion was on the same page that it wasn't goaltending. Now they they only showed one, maybe two angles of it. Um, which I guess you can see how it looked for like goaltending. But the one I I wanted it because there's one from the back behind the back board they showed. To me, it didn't look like it was gonna go anywhere close to that rim. <coughs> Excuse me. To me, it didn't look like that. To me, it looked like it was just going off the glass and that was it. It was just going to miss. I didn't think it was going to go in. So I was like, eh, not a big deal, whatever. Referees miss shit all the time. It's not nothing new. But everyone decided to make a big deal out of it. It must have been a slow night. Lakers probably weren't playing. I think, yeah, they weren't playing because they were playing the next night. But everyone made a big deal. Dame Lillard was pissed. Um, I mean, I guess I guess you definitely can be pissed, I guess. They missed it. By the letter of the law, by the rules of blah, 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 blah. It went out the glass. Gobert touched it. But it, to me, it didn't. It seriously didn't look like it was going to go in. That's just me. Um, everyone, I mean, I was in comments of like different Instagram pages. I was like, yeah, it didn't look like it was going to go in. doesn't matter. It hit the backboard. I go, so what? Every shot that hits the backboard is going to... Um, Is you know not gonna count, so like it goes straight out of the backboard and I catch it. It's like goaltending. What the fuck? Let me. I'm gonna look at that rule up while I'm talking here. Um, but but yeah, I mean, he was pissed. I got it. I mean, shit happens. Let it go. You just go. You lost the game. Let's go get dressed. Play on the next game. He couldn't drop it, man. He still couldn't drop it. He was pissed at that one call lost in the match. Lost in the match. Look, I'm talking soccer terms. Lost in the game. If you're going to be fucking mad at anything, why don't you go be mad 
that Carmelo Anthony was on the court for 39 minutes and scored five points. Why couldn't you be mad that you only had six assists? You should have had 10. Let's be mad at different things, man. You get, I mean, the refs make mistakes. I mean, this is just, don't leave it in the hands of the judges. Make to do have better shot selections. I mean, Jesus, he was. Let me take a look here. I'll pull this shit up. In general, the forty-five percent, forty-five percent as a team, forty-four out of ninety-seven shooting on field goals. Seventeen of forty on three points. Nine of fourteen on free throws. So he missed five free throws. And then 17 to 24 on the other side. For, so free throws should be the easiest shots you guys make. And you guys, there's there's five points left on the board right there. You, you got to be, you got to pick your choose here. You got to pick and choose. But what does it come down to? You guys aren't a complete team. There's nothing complete about you guys. There's nothing complete. CJ McCollum had... How much is CJ McCollum at? 27 points. Three assists, five rebounds. Big money, man. Carmelo had eight rebounds, five points. Um. Okay. That's what you should be mad about there, Chief. Everyone misses calls. It doesn't happen. Just It just happened at, you know, at the wrong time. It just happened at the wrong place at the wrong time. But, I mean, just like, what are you mad about? You mad at, you, do you seriously mad at these referees? Um, by the way, Denver Nuggets, and I spoke about this last time. Denver Nuggets went into the same building against the same team with fewer people and won the game because they are a better team. They are better coached. This isn't last year, Chief. You ain't get – and I don't know what you're complaining about because I watched you guys during the playoffs. I watched the calls you guys were getting. Don't be – like, I don't – it only it – only, it's only cool when it favors you, right? I've seen those calls. I've seen the calls you guys get. And I'm going to – I want smoke with all the Trailblazers. I want smoke with the Trailblazers organization. I, am I bitter? Yeah, I'm bitter. They should have never beat us last season, but they did. But we're not talking about the last season. We're talking about this season. The, by the way, let's talk about the Utah Jazz real quick. Utah Jazz were on the right side of, what is it? Was it on the wrong side of a comeback, right side of a win, and then right side of a comeback last night when they beat the, was it the Suns? I can't remember who they beat on the, as a buzzer beater. No, it was the... The stupid Rockets, same thing. Same thing without a stupid team. They're not a complete team. I'm telling you, Jazz com- Jazz is a great team, well coached. I think that's old coach Carlisle. I can't remember who it was. Can't remember who's coaching the Jazz. I got to double check. Um, same thing with Mike Malone, the Nuggets. So just, I want to talk about that because you can sit there, and this goes out to and just life in general, people in general, people like to let the one thing get to them, but want to ignore all the other shit that got him to that point. Want to ignore that Carmelo Anthony had five points. You're going to yell at Carmelo Anthony. It's Carmelo Anthony. He had five points too. 
You can't yell at McCollum who had like five assists or whatever, two assists. So I just want to talk about that real quick because the one, I mean, what are we, what are we, what are we yelling about? What are we yelling about? Goaltending. In basketball, goaltending is a violation of interfering with the ball while it's on its way to the basket, and it is a downward flight above the basket ring and within the imaginary cylinder, which it was not. I saw it going right at the rim. It was in. It wasn't above. It was on the side, so it wasn't going down. Um, let's see what else it says. Um, not the, okay. Um, above the basket ring and within the imaginary cylinder. And not touching the rim. So it wasn't. I didn't think it was going to touch the rim at all. I said that earlier, right? Um, Colton is also called if the ball has already touched the backboard while being above the height of the rim in its flight, regardless of it being in an upward or downward flight or whether it's directly above the rim. The downward flight, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it just wasn't going anywhere. It wasn't going down. It was going straight up it's going away so yeah that's golden just if you guys never knew about that but if you guys saw that i mean i would i got a good laugh out of it he's like oh he's kind of so pissed off and mccollum had a good actually i like you know as much smoke as i give cj mccollum cj mccollum actually um had a good answer it's like refs and i've said this before on the sports plus live podcast i don't i tried finding it i, I mean i just have um i'm 25 episodes deep I don't have the time to go through everything and find it. Um, he said, kind of just kind of summarize. I'll, I'll post it again on Sports Plus Life, Instagram and Twitter. Um, and he said, yeah, he was pissed off. Um, he was pissed off. You know, the referees make mistakes, you know, but their mistakes cost people money, cost people games. Cost people playing spots, playoff spots. I mean, we're halfway through the season. I get it. I mean, you guys didn't start out well. I mean, I'd be pissed too. You're trying to fight for a playoff spot, but um, I get it. I get all of that. But there still has to be done. There still has. There still has to be some blame placed on the players as well. Especially when your super when a superstar gets five points. So. It's not me. Hey, Papi, it's not me. It's whatever, Papi, all right? It's whatever. Um, last thing. God damn it. Two things. <coughs> Gosh, I'm like, it's, co- it's still snowing out here, by the way. Oh, fuck. <coughs> oh, my God. Am I going to die? Hold on. I'm okay. Um... Oscars happened last night and it was like, God, I don't know. Like I try, I know I usually don't watch the Oscars because it's the same shit and it still is the same shit. <clears throat> and there's a reason why people keep pulling out of these stupid ass. I don't blame, um, Chris Rock for pulling out. Of it. He was like, yeah, I don't want to do this shit, but I don't know. It just became, it's become really, um, I don't know what it's become. Just so it's just like yeah, it's just people are so out of touch. These actors are so out of touch with just shit in general. Um, I don't know why everyone feels a need to come up and tell their five minute story. Like I don't, I get it. There's, I mean, 
now there's different ways. You be, you go out there and you become, you know, Oscar winner, Grammy winner. Now your Twitter's gonna blow up. You have different avenues to post your stuff. Like yeah, you could be. It just make it just make things awkward at these things. Like you just have to sit there and like. Yeah, I've heard this before. Oh, well, go ahead. You go ahead. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We've been here twenty years. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, he just put everyone puts this. It just we it just makes it awkward. Like I get it. Congratulations, you know. Be happy. Of course, everyone's happy for you. Don't sit there and tell me that I can't eat meat because because you you don't eat meat and it made you better or whatever. For God's sake, Joaquin Phoenix won last night and and he canceled milk. He was like, "Nah, you guys can't drink milk." No more. That's when I was like, he he said. Um, yeah, like, she's like, you know, we come out here and we take milk from these cows and I was like, I'm out and I fell asleep. I didn't even, I didn't even know what happened after the rest of that. So it's like, why, when did, when did the, the Oscars become a live journal? Um, what's her name? Renee Zellweger spoke for like 10 minutes and then the guy parasite gentleman who was pretty cool. I like, I like, I like him spoke for like another 10 minutes. Everyone just wanted to talk and some people were played off right away. It was like, Oh. It just gets so weird every time, and I don't know. Maybe because I'm also not a big movie guy. I don't watch movies. Um, I don't know why. I just don't. I don't know. I just don't get it. I very. I still have favorite. I watch some movies. I have favorite movies, but um, yeah. Eminem did come out, which I liked very much. I thought it was really cool. They did a little montage, and he came out and played, which is like a great surprise. A great, you know, because what he did, contrary to what you've seen. Because right away I saw on Instagram or on Twitter in general and Facebook was like complex vice, stupid vice. Um, all these people were like posted these these misled pictures of people like, like, I don't know. I even can't even make their faces, but it was like Eminem performed and no one knows why. Who gives a fuck? It was Eminem, the greatest rapper of all time. And not to mention what those pictures don't show is the standing ovation he got after he performed. He also had a group of old white people, young people, just, you know, just, I don't know, just a bunch of, just, just different people bobbing their head. It was crazy. This was one dude just fucking back there like, fuck yeah, it's Eminem. Fuck yeah. I can't believe this. That's a treat, man. That fool don't go out very much. So <clears throat> I thought that was pretty cool. But that's all I watched. Um. Yeah, man, I don't fucking know what to, I haven't watched any of these movies that anyone's talking about. So I think that's probably why. Whatever. Moving on. Last thing here, Philip Rivers uh, will test a free agency, leave the Chargers after 17 years. And I talked about Philip Rivers not that long ago because Eli Manning retired. There are always going to be um, Eli Manning retired and they're always going to be connected because they were switched. So they were swapped for each other. Eli Manning picked first, Chargers picked Philip Rivers three, I believe, or two, I can't remember, but they end up sw- swapping picks and the rest is history. Um, Eli Manning with two, two Super Bowl rings, Rivers without any. So I don't know. I think Rivers still has a little bit more left in him because one, he has nine kids, so he has to he has to get paid. Two, too bad those nine kids aren't def- offensive linemen because give him a little bit more protection. But give him a little bit more protection. Um, I think he still do damage. That's just me, though. That's just, hey, that's just me, puppy. I don't know. 
Um, just give him a little bit more protection. I think he still got it, but who knows, man? I mean, just um, I'm trying to take a look here. Give me a second here. Um, so he threw for over 4,600 yards. Is this 2019? Yes. 4,600 yards. Okay. What is this? Um, 23 touchdowns, but 20 picks. 20 interceptions led the, I think, I didn't, I don't know how many led the league. No, Winston led the league. Not even a question, but take a look at those numbers. Those twenty picks are from what could it be being rushed? Uh, if he had the offensive line, like I know, like the Dallas Cowboys offensive line, which is amazing. Um, who knows? Who knows what's coming? There could be a trade. You could, like I said, Phil Rivers is leaving. You could see Tom Brady go to, to San Diego. Um, there's trades. There's rumors of having Dak Prescott traded. Maybe. That's the trade you make. Who knows? I don't know. You never know. Um, you never know what's going to happen. We're still going to talk about offseason football when time comes, when something pops up. We're going to talk about this. You're Actually, I'm going to talk about it. You're going to listen. And then you're hopefully going to return back on Sports Plus Life on Instagram and Twitter, M-R-A-K-C-O, Instagram and Twitter, and uh, Sports Plus Life on YouTube. So who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? But that's all I got for you guys today. Um, exciting weekend. Still a whole lot more to come. Look out this weekend on YouTube video. I, t- I say this every week and no one says anything, but I'm dropping a different YouTube video, not just like a podcast. So check me out. Look out for me. Um, follow me on all that. Let's be happy. Be careful out there. It's snowing where I'm at. So hopefully it's not snowing where you're at. Uh, if you're by the beach, let me crash because I'm coming with y'all. All right. Appreciate you guys. Remember lifer. J- James Krause. You want to be a lifer, let me know. Do something good. Be happy. Be merry. I'll see you guys later. Later.